0: In this episode, I share a discovery I made when I was a teenager. We venture back in time to see what Julius Caesar is up to. We discover what a pantheistic Roman emperor and a pope have in common, and we check in on what the ancient Hebrews have to say about creation, all on the way to answering the question, is 2021 going to be any better? Welcome to the Sky Pilot Podcast that explores questions of faith, spirituality, and religion. I'm Dan Matthews, and I don't have all the answers, but I do enjoy the questions. Welcome to the podcast where every question is an invitation into a spiritual quest, and you're invited along for the journey. When I was about 16 years old, I learned that in 1582, the world switched from the Julian calendar. Through the Gregorian calendar. Okay, this may be the most boring and not timely news flash you've heard all day. And it certainly doesn't sound like something that would be of the slightest interest to a 16-year-old. Except for one small detail. You see, this would have long since been forgotten by me, except there was, as I said, that one detail that I found so attention-grabbing that I've never forgotten it. It was such an interesting tidbit of information. I told myself one day I'd write a novel that would hinge on this remarkable fact. Now, I've never written that novel, but I'm still fascinated by this amazing and yet almost forgotten footnote in history. But before I make the big reveal of this piece of history that captivated the imagination of a 16-year-old, And it stayed with me for 40 plus years. Let's backtrack a bit. It was in the year 45 BCE that Julius Caesar ordered the creation of a new calendar. Somehow, when I hear myself say the last sentence, it sounds like Julius Caesar printed a calendar. You know, the kind that has a different picture of a cat each month. No, we're not talking about a wall calendar as a desk calendar, obviously. We're talking about deciding how many days are in a year, and how should those days be organized into more manageable groups. We're talking about deciding that this would be a calendar based on the solar year rather than the lunar cycle. In this case, he directed a new calendar to be created in which there would be 365 days in a year, and the days would be divided into 12 months does that sound familiar? At the time, prior to this new calendar, March 1st was the date of the new year. So if you are reading ancient Roman documents from before this time, and and honestly, who doesn't? And that document talks about the first month of the year. That's March, not January. But with the beginning of the Julian calendar in 45 BCE, for the first time ever, January 1st became New Year's Day. Since January was named after the god Janus, who was the god of beginnings and transitions, it made sense to move the beginning of the new year to the month with his name. One of the interesting things about this calendar was that even at that time, they realized the solar year was not exactly 365 days. So the new Julian calendar, named after Julius Caesar, consisted not exactly 365 days a year, but more accurately, this new calendar consisted of 365.25 days a year. Obviously, you can't very easily have a quarter day in your calendar. So every four years, there'd be an adjustment, or as we call it today, a leap year in which there would be a full day correction to the calendar to make up for those quarter days in the solar calendar. Now, around the 4th century, Constantine came to power, and for the first time ever, Christianity went from being a peripheral faith, even a persecuted faith, to suddenly in this part of the world being the darling of the new emperor. And pretty rapidly thereafter, Christianity began to have some influence and power. Within 200 years, in 567 at the Council of Tours, it was decided that January 1st would no longer be the start of the new year, but instead, New Year's Day would be moved to December 25th to coincide with the birth of Jesus. I assume the idea being that Jesus began his life on that day, so logically, for Christians at least, it should be the start of the calendar as well. Now, you should just be aware that in reality, we have no idea the actual day that Jesus was born on. We don't even know the time of year. Some argue for a spring date and others argue for a winter date, but there is little evidence to be found in the Bible or other sources to ever conclusively answer this question. Now, somewhere in the Middle Ages, an error was discovered as impressive as it was for the julian calendar to account for the reality that the solar calendar was not exactly 365 days and equally impressive that they figured a way to keep things on track with a leap year every 4 years it was discovered somewhere in the middle ages that 365.25 days a year was just a tiny bit off it's off by .00 75 days a year. Instead of the number following the decimal point being 0.25, it should have been 0.2425, which is a really small number. It's off by just a little over 10 minutes a year. Yet that still adds up over time. So by the time the error was discovered, the equinox had already moved by more than a week to a different point on the calendar, which was really messing with the figuring the correct day for Easter. The Julian calendar was, because of the error, adding just a little under a day every century. So a new calendar was proposed, and this was going to be called the Gregorian calendar, just as the Julian calendar was named for Julius Caesar. The Gregorian calendar is named for Pope, at the time, Pope Gregory Thirteenth. The Gregorian calendar was not so much a new calendar as it was making some adjustments to the Julian calendar. So it was in 1582 that the switch was made from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar. Now, if you want to get really specific, not everyone immediately came along with the change. Some resisted for either political or religious reasons. Since the Catholic Church was spearheading the change, Some Protestant countries took their time before making the change. So, now for the tidbit of history that I've always found so very fascinating. The switch from the Julian to the Gregorian calendars happened in October of 1582. But over the years since the advent of the Julian calendar, roughly 10 days had crept into the calendar that should not have been there. The Julian calendar under which much of the Western world was living, was off, as I said, by 10 days. So October 4th was the very last day of the Julian calendar. The following day, which was now under the Gregorian calendar, was October 15th. That's right. In October of 1582, Thursday the 4th was followed immediately by Friday the 15th. The 5th through the 14th are days that never existed. Rod Serling would have loved this. As an aside, the novel I dreamed of writing would have had a plot that would have made Dan Brown really pleased, all sorts of twists and people struggling for power, only late in the novel to be revealed that some influential families' claim to power dated back to an event that their family claims to have happened on one of those missing dates. The whole ruse would have been revealed by discovering that those days never actually happened. Okay, now back to our regularly scheduled program. The Gregorian calendar also brought back the convention of celebrating the new year on January 1st. Okay, we've got all that out of the way, so why all this deep dive into the history of calendars? Well, obviously, it's partly because I really still think it's fascinating after all these years. And partly because we have just passed the mile marker of another new year, which always seems significant, important. Enough so that many, many, many of us make a new year's resolution as we come to the new year because, well, because after all, it's a new beginning. As I was thinking about the end of 2020 this year and the arrival of New Year's Day 2021, I found myself in an internal debate. Is this an important moment or not? And the rather complicated story I've just told you about the Julian and Gregorian calendars says to me, it's not. January 1st is just not that important. March 1st used to be New Year's Day, then it was January 1st, then it was Christmas Day, then it was January 1st again. And that is all only if you live in a particular part of the world. Chinese New Year is tied to the lunar, not the solar calendar. So it can move from January 21st to February 20th by our calendar, depending on when the new moon falls. New Year's Day is a construct. It could literally be any day of the year. And I would go so far as to say that our focus on New Year's and resolutions for the coming year can be downright destructive to our own well-being. The danger with our emphasis on a single day as being the New Year is that it approaches the year as a whole, in and of itself. You will approach the New Year with a blank slate, and you will succeed in making it something wonderful or you'll make mistakes, ruin the pristine promise of the new year, and then, then you're stuck waiting for another new year to roll around before you can have another shot at a new beginning. This is a system in which the vast majority of us are set up to be disappointed, but there is an alternative view. I remember being in seminary and learning that the ancient Hebrew people had a very different understanding of God's relationship with the world and creation. A very different understanding than most of us have today. We tend to believe in a God who created the world and then steps away to observe the creation. Sure, you may believe or we may believe that God occasionally intervenes, but generally our view is that God creates and then steps back. The metaphor often used here is that of a watchmaker who creates a watch, winds it up, and then steps back to watch it run. The ancient Hebrew people, I was taught, believed that there was no ability for creation to exist apart from God. If God stepped back, then the world would cease to exist. The world and all of creation continues to exist because God is continually willing them to exist, constantly breathing life into them. God is always in the process of creating, every moment of our existence. Matter of fact, if you look at the beginning of the book of Genesis, we're told, Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. The Hebrew word which is translated Spirit, as in spirit of God, is ruach, and it's equally likely to mean breath, as it does spirit. The very act of creating was begun by God breathing breath into and across the new creation. I really like this understanding because it means we believe in God, who's always about new beginnings. Every single second in time is a brand new moment created by God. That means we don't need to wait for a new year. Every moment in our life, every single breath we take, is a brand new gift from God given to us and filled with endless opportunity. This isn't about what you will do when the new year rolls around. This is about discovering the reality that each breath you take is a reminder that you can leave the old behind and start your life anew. Beginnings and endings have little meaning when we live in a world that's created anew by God every single moment. Is 2021 going to be better than 2020? Who cares? It's the wrong question. Instead, this moment, right now, is a brand new moment of creation that has never happened before. It is a gift to us from God who's constantly creating. Every moment of this life comes as a gift. Celebrate the moment. Enjoy the new beginning and do something wonderfully creative with it. That's all for today. On your spiritual journey, may you ask questions, seek answers, and boldly go wherever the quest takes you. Be sure to check me out on Facebook. Just look for SkyPilot Faith Quest. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email is skypilot at gmail That's skypilot with three t's. S K Y P I L O ttt at gmail.com. thanks for listening to sky pilot faith quest i invite you to send me a question or leave a review and remember the sign of a strong faith solid religion or healthy spiritual journey is not certainty but that you keep asking questions